Welcome, everyone, to Mike North's press conference brought to you by Rao Jewelers over in Hoffman Estates. We're waiting for Mike to come to the podium and start his press conference. But before we do, let me play this little ad from our friends over at Rao Jewelers. Rao Jewelers is the proud sponsor of Raging Mouth, the Mike North story, coming soon. And in fact, the first two episodes of Raging Mouth are available here on the Barroom Network's YouTube channel. Just uh, go to our channel and hit search Raging Mouth, and the first two episodes will appear. Episode three should be posted hopefully very, very soon. Now, Mike is at the podium. Let's bring him in now. Mike North, how are you, my friend? Well, first of all, the podium's not right, just like the Bears. I'm a little <laughs> off right now. There, there we go. go. That's better. <laughs> oh, my you? God. I saw a picture of the meeting room at Hallis Hall. It looked like my old bedroom when I slept on the back porch. <laughs> In fact, it was more attractive. I had posters of Peyton. I had posters of Sayers, Butkus up in my room and Raquel uh -huh. Welch and Pete Maravich and the rest were windows. But, I mean, I, I made sure the wires were out of the way. I made sure that the, the carpet was halfway uh, vacuumed. My God, the whole thing is just going to hell out there. And, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Where are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing well. You know, I, uh, I'm i a little dejected over the fact that we're 0-4 and, and the whole organization from top to bottom looks like it's uh, dysfunctional and it could take a long time to fix. Yeah, I, I just find it tragic for Bear fans, uh, you know, I think that the Chicago Bears, I, I heard Eberflus with today uh, on social media, his press conference, that he's trying to explain the absence of, of Claypool. We don't trust the Bear uh, management. That's it. If you can't answer, if it takes reporters, and good for the reporters, all of them. You know, I beat them up sometimes, but I'm also, mm -hmm. I also on the bar, bar room have given them credit. So mm -hmm. I don't care if it's my buddy Mark Potash, if it's uh, uh, anybody else that's uh, covering for uh, the WSCR, ESPN, 1000, if it's uh, the Tribune, the Sun-Times, you know, I respect the hell out of you. You asked him 20 different times, what's going on with Claypool? The guy couldn't work for me. The guy couldn't work for me. In fact, I would be out there. I wouldn't have the head coach doing it, period, mm -hmm. end of story. As the general manager of this football team, I would accept responsibility if I was dumb enough to pick up somebody like that. Now I understand there's draft picks involved <laughs> and all that, but we're doing the Matt Millen thing, folks. Matt Millen, when he was with the Detroit Lions, went out and got Joey Harrington what they needed, they thought. He drafted receiver after receiver. Mike Williams, I can go on and on about it. He didn't address the lines. I'm talking about the defensive line, but especially the offensive line. And it ended up Matt Millen, Outside of what Ryan Poles may become, in my opinion, is the worst um, GM to ever uh, wear a suit. Uh, Poles is going to catch up to him if things don't turn around. I got my grades here. Um, I gave Justin Field, you know, after you soak everything in, Eldo, for and Bear fans, and we'll take we'll take all your questions right here, and I'll answer every one of them. I'm going to try to keep it short today, like Belichick. You know, <laughs> because, because Belichick, what I heard from Everflus, Pedro Everflus, is he took up 20 minutes denying there's anything wrong. Then he hangs the kid out to dry, hangs him out to dry and says he chose not to come in. Mm -hmm. That's coaching malpractice, folks. That's destroying a kid's reputation that's already been tarnished. Look, we know he's tainted meat, but don't. But don't leave the meat out. You might be able to save it if you refrigerate it, but you made it worse. Then we hear that it was the organization that told him to stay home. Look, right. if you don't have the cojones, you already heard his reputation. Take the easy way out here. Sus say he's suspended. He's been suspended. Mm -hmm. What is that against the rules now of the new NFL to say a guy is suspended? Why well, he's not allowed to come here. You suspended him. Say mm -hmm. it. Quit being a coward. Have a spine. Quit being right. milly-mouthed up there. I mean, it's amazing. He will go down in history, maybe. Eberflus is the worst coach in this franchise's history.
period. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be frank. You can't be straight. You lie to the press. You lie to the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you kidding me? So I got the grades here. I gave okay. Justin Field a C plus. I'm sorry. The kid played terrific. I don't care who he played against. It doesn't matter. And then the coaching staff put him in bad situations mm-hmm. where he had to try to bail out a bad decision. Look, I'm not eight years old anymore, except when I become a Bear fan. How many 71-year-old guys do you know stand on top of a coffee table when <laughs> when the coach decides not to go for points? Yeah, I hear you. Stuff, right? <laughs> that, that's where you were, on, on top of the coffee table. I mean, table. I, was, I couldn't believe it. We need a win. And then I got to read Eldo today. As far as I know, he's the one that puts out the tweets, but there's rumors all over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I go, what can really fire me up today? Uh, yeah, what can fire I'm not fired you? up enough. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I see the bar room, which I love. Mm-hmm, you can also mm-hmm. see some wonderful things on there. You know, thank you, John. I mean, I look at the bar room, and Eldo... See, but Eldo's tricky. He's a media guy from back in the day, you know. He's got that, you know. He's got the the the, the hat on, the, the, the fedora. That's right. Guy with the light hitting him, like and a cigar. Harsh. Yeah. Okay? If you had one choice for Thursday night's bear game, which is it? Justin Fields throws for three hundred yards, three TDs, and a rushing TD. That's four touchdowns. But he That's doesn't say. But he left something out. And what did I leave out? Yeah. And you lose. You let right, that right. out. Or, yes. well, he's media. He's not swamp. But sometimes <laughs> I got to call him out just like he calls me out. We love each other. We're brothers. Absolutely. That's fun. <laughs> I noticed that. And then he says, versus a bear win with Justin Field throwing for 150 yards and no TDs. 31% want to win and the others want to see him do good just to save their already raggedy ass reputations for the <laughs> predictions that they made. They want to well, keep losing, but then they'll call the forever lose the job. Yeah, exactly. Here's right? the thing. You want to have a franchise quarterback, right? Well, I'm not going to get into it, but I will say this on behalf of everybody because I always make my I'm not even going to mention his name. The Bears are last in offense right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Giants are they gave that guy 40 million a year. I watched him last night. What an easy schedule could make for a guy talking about Danny Jones. They're second to last. And Pittsburgh is third to last in offense, really, in DVR and other things. What do the two have in common? Because I got the feeling my guy's going to be starting for Pittsburgh soon if things don't open up because Tomlin don't play the six point game. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Justin Fields gets a C. Plus. Because he was, I don't care if it was against Denver. The thing that stops him from getting an A, mm-hmm. and I think I'm being fair with him because he had his best passing day. He went for 300 yards. I'm not going to pretend that didn't happen. What kills him is what has killed a lot of quarterbacks, turnovers. Okay. But the coaching staff gets enough. He should have never been in that position. I'm not a field hater. I'm never a Mitch hater. I, like white people are, I go fair and square. The kid was unbelievable. I don't care who they played. Mm-hmm. But to get only seven points in the second half, that's where if you're a quarterback, you got to pull that game out if you're worth yeah. your weight. Now, if you want to get rid of Aberflus, I call him Pedro for short, or you want to get rid of Poles, Fields will no longer be your quarterback. And that's something you're going to have to think about because there's not going to be a third coaching coach, head coach brought in that will take the same quarterback that has failed the first two. You can paint it any way you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it in, I'll put it in Bill Belichick terms. If you ask Bill Belichick, what did you think of just, what do you think of Justin Fields right now? Nine and 23, nine and 23. That's it. It doesn't matter. That game should have been ours. It didn't happen. But then I give our receivers a C because Cole Komet looked like great. So did DJ Moore a little bit. We got a little bit. And Darnell Mooney. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fields had time to pass. 
There were times, though, he was back there, and he couldn't wait to run. Okay? So I give them a C. But you see the first half? Uh You know why Justin Fields did so good, folks? Because it was like back in the day when Ohio State played Northwestern, and he was the quarterback. They were wide open. You couldn't miss them. Denver couldn't do anything right. And then they go into the locker room. Mm-hmm. And then they come out, and Justin Fields all of a sudden is playing Michigan. You know, or playing somebody. Well, what happened? Adjustments made by Sean Payton proved that he is a premier with that team to win that game on the road, being down 28-7 and holding us to seven points, a premier football coach. Premier, and ours isn't, period. Uh, I gave our block in a D, D plus. I'm not going to, our line, defensive line stinks, you know. So we're in big trouble all the way around, folks. So there's going to be some big decisions to be made, Al. How much, wow, that's a bad echo. Uh, How much does Ryan Poles, the general manager of the team, how much responsibility does he have here with this dismal record? Well, I saw that thing on uh, social media where supposedly it's Stoops. And I'm hearing Bob Stoops to the Bears. Don't you dare. Don't you dare bring that overrated coach to the Bears, ever. He's been gone for a long time. He couldn't win a big game in Oklahoma. He put Boise State on the map. Don't you dare. That being said, he sure. And I read it because I've done this as a Bear fan roughly 100 to 150 times in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. He basically said, and I haven't had anybody say otherwise, because you could tell by the amount. I had this. This is what I do in my free time. I study what people are saying in their hands, okay? How the fuck could you call that play? <laughs> How the fuck could you call that play? <laughs> Moses like this behind him. And there's two bear fans below him going, oh, man. You know? So it's bad news all the way around. Oh, so, I saw that. I saw that. You, you tweeted. It? I saw that. I yeah. know what it, I've done it. How the fuck could you call that play? <laughs> That's exactly what he did. I, I, oh, I was oh, trying to oh. I was trying to figure it out, and you oh, did. No, it. no, I've done it. I, it, it, it. You can go by the amount of head bobs too. <laughs> Just time it out. It works perfectly. Oh, and we got a lot great. of people waiting to talk to me and to yes. Aldo. And you know what? We're having the time of our lives. We're rolling for yippee! <laughs> what we wanted. Indeed. Uh, Slick Sophistication asks, how the hell you cut Travis Gibson and Terrell Lewis, two promising pass rushers, and not replace offensive linemen Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick, who have been playing left guard and center respectfully? respectfully, uh, respectively, whatever mm-hmm. that word is, and have looked terrible. Uh, can you answer that one for Slick? Well, Slick, first of all, and we hope we get to the Trubisky messages that Eldo oh, 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 yes. at the beginning of the show. I go, don't show it be- before the show starts, Eldo. I want everybody to see it because now people are starting to wonder. But I'll tell you this. I, I, The defensive line, I think the offensive line will get better. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting to get better, but you can't help it if you have a quarterback who, by statistics, holds the ball longer than any quarterback in pro football, which he did again the other uh, the other day. So, uh, like I said, we'll see what happens. We got Washington. Now, you want to make me – here's what Eldo should have wrote. But I don't tell Eldo what to do. The guy's a mastermind. He's the podfather. You know, it's like I'm like a, I'm like a, a dwarf. I'm like in his company. I see him. I look. Yeah. But right. what he should have said is, if here's what I'll say: if Fields puts up some good stats Thursday, okay, then I start to come back a little bit. Maybe the mess is being cleaned up a little bit because I watched Washington. They should have mm-hmm. won that game against Philadelphia. Oh. Yes, I agree. They should have won that game, and I don't. I think they're an angry group of people over there, and and Ron Rivera wants to beat the Bears, no matter what, no matter. What's your opinion of Chico, Ron Rivera? Oh, I'd take him tomorrow as our head coach. I'd take him to, but but then again, I'd take Pop. I'd dig up George Alice and put him on a dolly (laughs) with the hat on his head, the skeleton, and just have him like a remote control. Just go pace the sidelines. Kneel on the one leg with the white socks 
the hell's going on? And what the hell's going on? You know, that's all. Just have a head move. Just have him kneel. With the, you know, I mean, Ditka. I mean, even Ditka now with the beard, the whole thing. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? Look, you dress him up in a Santa Claus outfit. He's better than Pedro Weaver. <laughs> While we're on the subject of Chico, uh, Michael Henneman wants to know: Do you have any Chico stories from the old score days? He should have been our head coach for 15 years. He's a great. Oh dude my god, I loved working with Ronnie. I loved it, and you know, I used to make. We used to joke with each other. You know, you know. That I called the fact that he was called Chico. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was our nickname for him. That was He's awesome. A great guy, I know. Stephanie, wonderful person. Mm -hmm. They lived out in Vernon Hills. I'm in awe when I see him on the sidelines. He had to do basically what, I mean, Wanstead hired him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's doing now, Wanstead, but he hired him. <laughs> Does that a dig? <laughs> No. You know he's on the radio yeah, and TV. We'll give you a volunteer job. Uh, <laughs> we won't pay you. Uh, okay. In the meantime, <laughs> one guy's on the radio, the other guy's coaching uh, an NFL team, and uh, you know we could go look when the you know what happened. You know when I got in the worst mood. The show starts. The bears. And there is a beautiful soldier field. Can the bears pull it out? Justin Fields right now. In the modern day, not as being mentioned in the with the likes of Steve DeBerg and Dan Pastorini. Are you kidding me? I have to hear that to start things off. Did you hear that, Aldo? So what this might do? Because nobody in the paper brought it up. Nobody. I looked up the statistics of these two jokers, okay? Oh, All no. I'll say is this. They threw a lot more interceptions and touchdowns. Period. Oh, my and God. And turned the football over. But Dan Pastorini played like 15 years, played like 11 years with Houston. He had good old Campbell, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder. And, and I'll give Carmen DeFalco credit. I said, listen, running backs don't matter until one of them gets hurt like Nick Chubb. And then that guy averages five yards a carry. Well, Carmen yeah. goes, well, so does Herbert. I go, and he snuck it by me. I didn't, you ever, I didn't hear it. What? I was, oh, so Herbert. What? Herbert looked really, really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. And last year he did average five yards a carry. I wouldn't put him yet with Chubb or some of those guys, but that just tells you that. You know, Carmen was on the right track, but we got to remember this defense gave up 70 points the week before. Indeed. And we only scored second, seven in the second half. Right, exactly. Smitty wants to know your plan, how to fix this from top to bottom, off season. what would you do with the staff, the roster? And he says, please answer that question and thank you. Thank well, you, thank Smitty. You. The reason that we do this is because why well, wait to the end of the year. You're not replacing anybody right now. They're going to see what goes on. I said you give Justin Fields eight games. We're all in four. Mm -hmm. If they win against Washington, who knows? I don't see him winning against Washington, but I think Justin Fields has been too much of the vocal point. I think we lose because of our defense. Our defense is really bad. And then when I see the best linebacker in football is Rokon Smith, whether I wanted to pay him, whether Eldo wanted to pay him, it doesn't matter. You can't let a 26-year-old linebacker like that go and think you're going to replace him later on with a guy like Edmonds. He's the number one linebacker in the game. Mm -hmm. Think about that. He was, and I'll give you another thing. They list all the records of the head coaches up to a certain point, their first uh, 25 games. Nagy's the only winner. I'm going to try to get a hold of him someday and say, why did you sabotage your career? <laughs> why? Why did you decide Mitch wasn't good enough when we made playoffs two out of four years? How did you decide to get rid of Khalil Mack when he had six sacks last week? Six. Six. He comes here, he has one game, and we never see him again. That's coaching. That's but, coaching. And Mike, yeah. Well, regarding Khalil Mack, he had zero sacks for the last 11 games. I get it. I get it. There's no doubt about it. But but and I and I will agree with you. Once he made that money, mm -hmm. he never became the player he was. Okay. Yeah. But it just disturbs me 
when I see Montgomery run for two touchdowns for Detroit, when I see Mack have six sacks, no matter what he's done Mm -hmm. in the past, because apparently if Justin Fields has a good game Wednesday, I mean, uh, Thursday, he'll, he'll be Johnny Unitas. So, so we got to understand former bears are playing in this league that are making an impact in 2023, regardless of what happened last year. And by the way, Rokon Smith was good last year too. We lost that deal. We lost that deal. That that deal. Forget about it. That that means forget about it. Yeah, I can't can't argue with you. That Roquan's uh, departure. The Bears have not won a game. They've not won a game, and they're giving up over twenty five points a game on defense. And you take out your captain Mm -hmm. and tell him to shove off. Mm -hmm. Um, Bears Town nineteen says, "How about we go Jim Harbaugh?" Now, I want to ask you this. Because yeah. you've already stated that you want Jim Harbaugh or, or Deion Sanders to be the next head coach of the Chicago no Bears, give them some ownership, get them here no matter what. Right. What do you say to, to some people like Greg Gabriel who thinks that Jim Harbaugh is a mm-hmm. basket case, that he's crazy, that nobody likes him? What What do you say about bringing in a guy who has a reputation for being a little bit off kilter? Everybody likes Iberflus at, at Lake Forest. everybody liked neil armstrong they hated the players you listen to the players half of them hated ditka uh lovey was liked and here's another thing i mean you got rid of a guy that was 10 and 6 you got rid of a nutcase like ditka Mm -hmm. who would have who had a is the greatest coach in bear history in my opinion for just going to the super bowl i know papa bear was great in the and did win in 63 Mm -hmm. so i would say this we've had more Below average, nice guy coaches. Dick Geron, Mark Tressman. I can go all night long like Lionel Richie and name the nice guys. Abe Gibran, laughing on the sidelines. Jim Dooley, quiet. Wants that. Oh, wow, we got all the pieces. So I don't want to hear the, about, you know, Harbaugh's a nutcase. He's a nutcase that gets to the national championship and also puts teams in position to win in the playoffs. So yeah. I would disagree with Coach Gabriel on that one. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I know I don't work with the guy. Mm-hmm. So, but but you know what? He he could get a job from five NFL teams if he felt like leaving Michigan. Oh, yeah. uh, probably true. Although yeah. uh, you would, you know, maybe I'll bring Greg on one of these shows and you guys can debate that because it'd be an interesting debate. He no, just I don't feel like that. I don't want to argue with the coach. He's in <laughs> That's right. I don't want him coming after me. Coach is crazy. <laughs> I want guys to say this. Are you kidding me? You look wrong at Coach Gabriel. <laughs> Mike he's got, a great, and he's got a great show, too. Yeah, he does. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. He, he, uh, Mike thinks that the Bears have been tanking in order for fields and coaches to get keep their jobs. I'm not, I'm not uh, sure how that works. But he thinks that they are about to go on a huge winning streak, unleashing the team's true potential. What are your thoughts? You think that they the better Bears do are something? Gonna... They better do something. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that press conference yesterday, see – I'm going to tell you something right now. If I got a press pass, take it from a guy who's been escorted out of arenas. I would have been escorted out yesterday. There's no question about it. And I got the film and everything to prove I've been escorted out. Oh, yeah. And I've had people go nose to nose with me. Mm -hmm. And I've argued with the ownership of the Bears. I want to interview George McCaskey to see if he's got a clue. And I also would have been thrown out of yesterday's press conference. Uh-huh. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind. I would have said, how many times are you going to answer a question? I would have asked anybody. Coach, you've answered the question. You give me the answers. I do it, De Niro. You just don't give me the right answers. When are you going to just admit that things are screwed up and that you suspended Claypool? I didn't hear that from any writer. You suspend them and you're afraid to say it? And then you lied about the guy. Bye-bye. I'm in cuffs. I'm being carried out. See you later. But that's what I would ask him. And I think that I think that thanking nobody was fighting. arrested, though, Mike. What? I know you were making a joke, but nobody was arrested. Not yesterday. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I I was saying if I I might be. Hey, I was escorted out of arena. How many reporters you ever see escorted out of arena? Because I asked the question: Is it simply innocent question to Pat Riley? If God came down tomorrow. 
would you shave your head to just beat Michael Jordan once all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Security. <laughs> By the way, Mike uh, Withrow, uh, shout out to Raw Jewelers for sponsoring the show. Mike is a Chicago treasure, and Aldo is a jewel. Wow. Thank yeah, you, Mike. Well, you are a jewel. Look at what you have to put up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but I, but I, I will tell you this right now. Yeah, you know, the people at Raw Jewelers, where they, you could see, even in the evening, you could see the sparkles from miles away. I mean, a couple planes have almost landed on Barrington Road. Mm-hmm. thinking they were landing at O'Hare, but it was the sparkles from the jewelry store. It's, it's, right. it's engagement season. When's engagement season? All season. So yeah. check out your engagement rings. I'm still waiting for my first Trubisky question from Aldo. He keeps well, holding out on me. I don't know why he does this. He treats eggs me. I just want to see one. Well, Toreen started by saying Mike's got to be a There you go, Aldo. He's going to get his start. You know so what? What, what are him. your feelings? It's up to him. Mm-hmm. He Okay, he comes in for the kid. He got hurt three for five, 20 yards. Okay, they were getting killed anyway. They were handing the ball. They wanted to get out of there. It was late. It's up to him. If he gets a chance to play, you got to produce. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, they lost last year, and Aldo knows this, by one game to get into the playoffs. That's the game they pulled Mitch out at halftime down 10-6. Pickett came in and lost the game. It was a huge mistake by Tomlin. It looks like Tomlin now is starting to get a little cool on Pickett, plus he's hurt. And Pittsburgh was expected to do some pretty big things. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. I don't want anybody to fail. I want Pickett. I don't care if Pickett does well. Mitch is doing fine. But they gave him $8 million guaranteed, and plus his salary, and $20 million for three years. Maybe for a reason. We'll see what happens. Do you think uh, that... Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Zach. <laughs> I'll bring him back tomorrow. I'll bring Mike back. How old is he? 64? How old is Tomsy? <laughs> Do you think that uh, Trubisky has enough weapons with the Steelers to go out there and ball? No. I think that you got Najee Harris, who's a hot and cold guy. I think mm-hmm. that you got the wide receiver Pickens. Yeah. It's the other guys that got to produce because you could double team him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know this. You can't go 15 and 30 for 130 yards, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's what he's doing right now. Um, we'll see what happens uh, with Mike Tomlin because he's got, you know, a lot of pedigree. He's done well. I, I, I love the guy, to be honest. I thought last year he made a mistake pulling them at half. I thought he should have waited and then let Pickett come in clean, and he didn't right. do that for some reason. So same thing happened to Mitch at half. But, but Mitch is a smart kid. Doesn't say nothing to nobody. Pittsburgh, sort of, by by the money they gave him, Aldo, first, mm-hmm. are saying, hey, man, okay, here, we'll massage you. And uh, I think he'll just keep his mouth shut. Class kid, and uh, like I said last week, we haven't replaced, I mean, Allen Robinson. We haven't replaced Allen Robinson, folks. We haven't replaced Montgomery. We haven't replaced Mitch. We haven't replaced, as you just heard, Rokon. Mm-hmm. You know, and when's the last time? And I know what Eldo said. He's absolutely right. But when's the last time a Bear linebacker had six sacks? See, yeah. and these are all former Bears. Yeah. For what? For what? For and who replaced them? That's that's the sin. And I'm here to tell you, Eldo brought him up. I don't get. I don't care, Deion Sanders. If I own the Chicago Bears, and I know I got the first pick. I watched this kid against USC. He's special, folks. You want him to coach the Chicago Bears? You give him a you give him the head coaching gig. Tell him what he can do with this franchise. Aldo brought it up last week. He said, "You know what, Mike? I sort of buy into this. We need a coach that can coach, a celebrity type of guy that yeah. can get Bear fans back, a guy that went to USC. Okay, that played mm-hmm. USC and mm-hmm. almost knocked them mm-hmm. off." And I'll just say this about Caleb Williams. I take Sanders' kid any day of the week over Caleb Windows, uh, Williams, and he's going to win his second Heisman maybe. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because it's Justin Fields, only it's USC, the West Coast Ohio State. I'll name you 10 quarterbacks that were supposed to be all world at, from USC that were supposed to come in to the National Football League and make a difference. Would you like me to name them? Sure. Off memory because I've argued against every one of them. Matt Leinert. Okay. Matt Barkley. Sanchez. That's three right now already, right? Yep. 
this guy, Todd Marinovich, was supposed to be. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, the lefty. Pat Hayden. <laughs> Pat Hayden. Pat Hayden. A lot of, I, I mean, Aldo's going, off my memory, I got sick. <laughs> They're worse than Ohio State. So here's what you got. And this is where you got to have a gut. You got to be able to judge talent. Will Caleb Williams, I watched last week, will he have the same receivers on the last place team in the NFL that he has with USC? No. Will he have an offensive line that weighs an average of 335 to 40 pounds that gives him six seconds to pass literally? No. Will these receivers from the last place team he goes to be able to catch passes where you don't even see a defender? No. That's the mistake these scouts and teams make. How will he look to, on our team? Not how does he look on Ohio State or USC. I'll give you another guy that was good. Sean Salisbury, my buddy. He stayed in the league. Plenty of talent. Big guy. No. For what mm. they were projected to do. And I give these guys all the kudos in the world. But you go to USC and then you take a guy and you put him on the Bears, you got the Justin Field thing all over again. The quarterbacks I like, see, Ronaldo keeps doing this, makes me even more confident. <laughs> I'll give you the quarterbacks. First of all, can I be a narrative buster? That's what I've done all my life, the media. We love you, Mike. And then I turn, they go. <laughs> Around the back. Yeah. Mike, hey. Hey. <laughs> you need help, Mike? Eli Manning. That's the guy you look for. A guy that took over a downtrodden Mississippi University team, walks in, and all of a sudden they're winning. Well, why do you think they're winning? Because they got a professional-type quarterback. I'll give you another guy. All you Patrick Mahomes ass kissers, none of you wanted him on the Bears. Mm -hmm. You even know what his record is, was at, at? Do you know what his record was at Texas Tech? Does anybody that has the balls to argue about with the Bambino know what his record was? Mm -hmm. His record nope. was thirteen and nineteen, and his best year was seven and five. So kiss my ever-loving ass. I didn't hear one Bear fan. Not one. Said, how about Mahomes? Mahomes. And then you got Watson, who I wanted, but I got to fight. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Patrick Mahomes was an afterthought in this town. And all you meatball fans, are, we should have drafted Mahomes. You never even had him on your radar. Ever. That's interesting. That 13 is interesting. And 19. Mm -hmm. Aldo, did you see the record? Yeah, I did. How many Bear fans know that? I'll guarantee you. The Meatball fans, none of them. <laughs> and you know who was his coach? The guy that got the job at Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury. You got 13 and 19 with him because you didn't have other things around you. He went to the right. Mahomes went to the right guy. If he goes to the Bears, he's out of football, probably. He's probably, probably injured. Probably. <laughs> Depressed. I mean, somewhere. seriously. So knock the Mahomes crap off. I've had it with that. Just look him up. Seven and Michael, five was his best year. I'm Michael at. Michael Henneman asked, uh, now can you name Colorado quarterbacks since you want Sam Cordell Stewart, asswipe. Cordell Stewart. <laughs> Outside okay, of that. Don't go stand up against me. Go, go play with your friends. <laughs> if you're against the best who ever did it, don't play that game. Won't be exactly one second to shut you down. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I wasn't on the corner 60 years ago debating. You woke up, you got cereal from your mother, and you're going to give me a hard time? <laughs> Christ's sake. Oh, what was in that coffee this morning, Mike? Oh, I just can't take it. They go, well, no, Ohio State, you got to understand. Mm -hmm. Texas Tech, once in a great moon. Mississippi, with the once in a great moon. Ohio State and USC have had at least 10 quarterbacks on their team projected for greatness. 
So either you're a dumbass and you don't know the game, but don't stand up there and tell me, name a Colorado quarterback. That took me exactly one second. Can you, name another, can you name another one? No. <laughs> Thank God. Coy Detmer. Yeah. I mean, I, McCartney was the coach. I know the whole game. Uh, you, you had Michael Westbrook with Sean Salon. Don't get, Don't play with me. Yeah. All right. Let's handle a couple more questions and then get out of here. Uh, (laughs) uh, Rock says, by the way, you keep telling the truth. Uh, Keep it coming, Mike. Um, We had a question here. Do you think that Kevin Warren should meet the media, the new CEO and president, and address what is going on? He's useless. Why? If we don't get the stadium, he's useless. Why'd we bring him? That's why I heard we brought him. What's he Mm going to do? What's he doing? I haven't heard a word out of the guy. Come on. Get up there. You're the president of the team. Stand up. Quit sending the – because the head coach can't deliver the message. I mean, you're just giving out jobs for getting positions. You almost – you screwed up the COVID. You're in the Big Ten. Show me you got a pulse. I mean, I mean, I heard the McCaskies, you know. Well, we got to do better with the minority hiring. Yeah. I told you from 1993 on to get rid of Ted Phillips. Okay? So don't play that game with me. And there's another thing. When Eldo and I, we're two city kids. We have friends of all racial backgrounds and colors. I played ball, and I'm buddies with friends of all racial colors, unlike most of the people that live in Lake Forest. Okay? Here's what I'm going to say. I don't care what color you are. Because Aldo and I, when I listed and Aldo agreed, I must have listed six, seven reasons I wanted Deion Sanders. Culture change in the clubhouse. Great offensive mind. Just told a five-star athlete last week, if you can't show up, you're not playing. He told the reporters that. If you don't do your film work, you're not playing, okay? Just his aura on the sidelines would jack the Bears up, number one. The fan base needs something to help us here, okay? Out of the seven, eight things Eldo and I listed, the one thing we never listed was he's black. I could give two rats ass. I could care less. I don't care if his whole staff's black. I don't care if it's green. I don't care if his whole staff's white. And the writers get mad. Why isn't there more blacks? Why isn't there more whites? Here's what I said on Twitter. We suck in all colors. We suck in all colors. Black. We got a, 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 a we got Poles. We got Warren. We got Eberflus. I mean, I could spread it out. There's not, I was looking for a Puerto Rican, um, but we can't seem to find one until I look at my buddy. Maybe you'd like to come in for a consultant. Although there's no Hispanics. What is going on? They, I, I, they saw Garza. I saw Garza. Here's I, here's I, the problem that I had with that Twitter post that you put up. Yeah. This was, you know, months ago that the Bears were looking to diversify Hallis Hall. Mm-hmm. And the implication when you put that up now, a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, 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 a story that was months ago, the implication is, is that the Bears organization is messed up because they're too focused on increasing diversity. When in fact, when you have a diverse set of leaders in an administration, it's a good thing because you got different points of view you got people debating things and so forth and so mm-hmm. that was the issue that i had with that right. post and well you know what i would say you shouldn't have an issue because i wanted Deion sanders and i wanted to run the whole organization and i would also say that was sent to me by two people on my dm which mm-hmm. i retweeted because i got messages folks didn't even know about that mm-hmm. because it was an abc story and they stupendous amazing i understand all that i took offense to the fact that it says right on the headline, Bears' number one priority is diversified. No, you're a professional football team. It's to win football games. And if you have a fair mind, you shouldn't need to concentrate on this guy's black, this guy's white. Oh, wait, we got a black general manager. We better, And then I hear the McCaskies today. I'm hearing rumors. They pushed Eberflus on polls. Well, we need a white guy, maybe. You know, I don't like that. I said, I, I don't care. I never once. Hey, Harbaugh is Woody Hayes. And, and, and if you want to play that game, D, my guy Dion is, is P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. I don't care which guy does the job. I don't care. 
the Bears are diversified as far as on the field. I want the best athletes. I want the best players. And I want the best team. But I could understand, Eldo, the bottom line I got, and you'll love this. I said to the guy, why don't you put it out? Said it to him because I got it from two different people. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like the guy, and he said, I go, why don't you put it out? He oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'll put it out. And then I get a, 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 a D, this is amazing, folks, and this is what I'm talking about. I get a DM, and I'll show Eldo this one, because I can't, from a major national guy, mm-hmm. from a major national guy, he says, you are right. Mitch was the better player. I go, well, why don't you say that on Twitter? You know what he says to me? Not the right time. What, are you carrying out the debate? What, are you just, you're afraid to say it? You're afraid to get your, Eldo knows. I looked like, I looked like LaMada after these four years, after fighting Sugar Ray Robinson in the sixth mm-hmm. fight in Raging Bull, where you never knocked me down, Ray, but I was teetering. But you know what? I think it's good information for people to know. I don't care. I hope they win next. I hope they win the next 10 games. I just mm-hmm. want us to win as our number one player. I, I don't think anyone would argue with that. Winning is the uh, you and most I, and you're the same way, Aldo. You don't give a damn. I know you. It's mm-hmm. about winning with you, and and that's what it is about me. That's why we get along. Absolutely, I, we get along because we want to win. The post, and, and and you know what's amazing mm-hmm. is is that I'm here. You know, here's another guy. I want to see Bill Polian. What does he have to say? Here's a guy that. Was with the McCaskies. I agree. Set this whole deal up, and where is he now? Where is that? Where's that guy now? Period. Yeah, he's probably uh, hiding. No, he's probably. Oh, and remember the other guy that was advising us? One of the biggest losers on the planet, Ernie Acorsi. Ernie Acorsi. <laughs> the guy's had the same black wig for ninety-seven years. He knew why he tittle. He's got a black wig like he's one of the Beatles. <laughs> Toreen wants to know about Joe Burrow. What do you think was going on with he's him? Healthy. They say that he's healthy baloney. I'm with him 100%. I watched the game. He can't throw the ball. He's got tremendous courage. He mm-hmm. knows they're done without him. So he's put trying to go out there, and uh, he just he just can't get it done. Hey, we don't want to hear about it. You're not winning the games. He was very contrite, and he's not using the injury as an excuse. He's got a tremendous amount of courage because I had one of those injuries, of course, older. But I used to play racquetball. I'm afraid to now since I had mm-hmm. that calf tendon injury. So I give him a lot of I give him a lot of um, of credit. I do. Before we go, I need to get your thoughts on the Chicago Cubs. What a collapse. Uh, It's not quite as bad as the 69 Cubs era, which you and I lived through and had me has given me permanent psychological scars. But this was this was a bad flop, wasn't it? Oh, you were great. Just not you were just great. You're back. You're back. (laughs) Giving me psychological. Yeah. I'm still damaged by that year. I'm damaged by the 67 White Sox. People don't seem to know this. The 67 White Sox folks had a, uh, were uh, a couple games back uh, with uh, five games against Senators in the Athletics, and they lost every one of them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, They had two doubleheaders in the single game. They uh, lost everyone. Here's what I'll say about the Cubs. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Ricketts. I'm proud of Jed. Anybody that know, I got 150,000 hits on that video where I begged them not to sell that they could be in position to win. Um, the reports that I've heard, um, they had some tight keisters a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were out mm-hmm. of water. I think they knew that they weren't as good as Atlanta, but they should have won two of those games. I think that when you see uncharacteristic things happen, like your, like Suzuki just missing that fly ball. And, you know, he never touched it. So I want to know why that was an error. Because since I was a kid, if you go for a fly ball like this and it doesn't hit your glove and you misjudge it, it's a hit. All of a sudden, this ball, because he sees Bellinger coming, he shies away, the ball missing, they call an error on the guy. So Mm. that was one. Then the next night, Nico Horner gets a ground ball to second, tosses the ball to Swanson, he goes 10 feet over his head. Mm. And then you got I mean, I give Smiley all the credit in the world, okay? 
but Smiley looks like the 12th guy on our 16 and softball team. <laughs> he showed up every week, right? <laughs> he was, and I give him credit. He got out us out of a jam. But here's the here was the telling. Here's where Ross and the whole team was in the slump. Tayon's pitching. He hasn't pitched seven innings all year, hardly. He's had a couple. He's pitching. That's me pitching. <laughs> it's the seventh inning. The bullpen's not up. The next thing you know, it's first and third. Ross fell asleep. How do you not have a guy in the bullpen in the seventh inning? By the time they get out there, they lose the game. I give them credit. They were the only franchise that stuck to their guns. And Bellinger, I got a little message. Let me focus in right for Tom Ricketts. Yeah. Let me give you a close-up. Hold on. There you me, go. Me, 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 me. <laughs> oh, don't me You're a billionaire. You are a billionaire. You own and got a piece of most of that neighborhood. Hotels, rooftops. Don't ever, if I see you in person, and I hear you couldn't pay Bellinger, we will have a discussion. Because if you don't sign Bellinger, this is coming from the guy, get fought off 70% of the Cup fans that thought you should have sold. Bellinger is the key. You lose him. Strowman's not going to be as good. You got to pick up a starter. You got to pick up a reliever. A left-handed bat. And you got to sign Bellinger. If you don't sign Bellinger, that's on you. And Bellinger, Eldo goes, God, what about the player? I go, well, last year he hits 210, this year he hits 310. He petered out at the end. Bellinger, you didn't have it when you needed it at the end. Either did Dabney Swanson. You want to come back with this team. You're adored here. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, as you're fighting for every dollar that you might need, who's the one team that believed in you? Who's the one team that believed in you and brought you in? And you've produced. You're a perfect team together. Stick together. We will be in the playoffs within the next, well, maybe next year, the year after. They got a year under your belt. We were one year away. We fought, we fought gallantly. Stick it out. We've got people in the chat room saying they will buy Bellinger jerseys if the Cubs resign. I don't want to so. hear about, you know, I keep, oh, the Bears, the Bears don't, can't afford Roca. You're worth $6 billion. Shut up. Yeah. One day you were working in a factory with sprockets. The next day you own the Bears because the old man dropped dead. <laughs> Michael says, uh, gotta love billionaires. They buy whole neighborhoods. Then quite well. <laughs> Everywhere you walk into, hey, that's a nice place. Ricketts owns it. Hey, that's a nice hotel. Ricketts owns it. I don't want to hear it. How about the rooftops? Ricketts owns it. Oh, we can't afford Bellinger. We can't afford Bellinger. Don't even go that way with me, buddy. Don't even. <laughs> Sell that to somebody else. I know how much money you got. Come on now. All right. Before we end the show, you tweeted out that you had a bet for today. Do you? Well, have yes, a... sir. Thank you, Elds. Look at this. I pay Ladies and gentlemen, I tear up. <laughs> I started uh... on the I don't know how many years ago. And I said, I got an idea. I could do a pick, a pick segment. And Aldo goes, what? And then he said, that. <laughs> I gave up gambling. I wasn't listening to you, and I'm, I lost all my money. <laughs> yeah, I know. But when oh, you gosh. can't afford I mean, you're letting the beard go. You're under disguise. You must owe somebody. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, I got my start on the bar room. That got me my job on ESPN 1000. Because, and then the Sun-Times with Mark. I always remember everybody that helped me. Um, you know, I think that's a good trait to know. So uh, I'm going to give one up. I'm going to give one out. We've had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take, and I did my homework. Uh, the Texas-Tampa Bay game is the first game I have no play. Mm -hmm. Eldo's going, Jesus Christ, he did do his homework. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I do like Toronto plus 105 against Minnesota. Minnesota, listen to this, has lost 18 straight playoff games. Wow. That's hard to do, folks, in baseball. You'd think yeah. you'd have a bunt that or a throw over somebody's head. 18 straight. Now, out of those 18, I think 11 have been against the Yankees. But that doesn't matter. You should have won one game. 
-hmm. I like Toronto. I might go couch change on that. Arizona, everybody's going to bet Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let me get my uh, my odds here. Okay. Well, and while How you're much doing time that, have we been on? How much time have we been on? We're 50 minutes. Oh, my God. I got <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. Hold on for a minute. While uh, you're looking for that, I want to let people know that Raul Jewelers, you can find them at Hoffman Estates. They're right off the expressway, and uh, they're the place to go when only the best will do. And when you go over there, just tell them, hey, uh, I heard about you guys from yep. uh, Mike North, and uh, they, they, they're going to take good care of you regardless whether you heard of Mike North or not. But what, uh, what do you mean by that? that Aldo, you're the guy. They go, I know Aldo Gandia. They go, come into the private room. <laughs> That's right. He owes us money. Boom, boom, boom. No, I'm just kidding. Let's talk turkey here. Like, like, like the guy in casino. Let's talk turkey here, Greg. Oh, yeah, exactly. I know the guy could speak English. Let's talk turkey here. Got the big glass on his eye and everything else. All right, here's what I got. Okay. Wow, Jewelers, God love you guys. Indeed. Where it sparkles. The street, whole street sparkles. Um, I'm going to take the Diamondbacks plus one and a half, minus 145. Got to spend 145 to make 100. They're uh, plus 170 right now. Milwaukee's got Burns. He He's 10 and 8 this year. I mean, he's got a three-something. He already got a big strikeout pitcher. But Arizona is a good contact team. So that is my play for today. Outstanding. There you you heard it there. Uh, one God, I went back to 98. I got a little excited. Yeah, <laughs> I want to thank everyone that's joined us for the live show. The show will be on demand, so let other people know about it. And uh, Mike North, you're the absolute best. You are we too, Aldo. Talk to you next Tuesday, All right, okay? buddy. Bye bye. Bye.